Hey, this is Tatiana King, and this week on Fan Bros, we welcome Kid Fury to the show to discuss the Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones, the search for the new Doctor Who, plus the usual antics by the Fan Bros. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, in the house once again, alongside my compadre, Chico Leo, going to a lot of weddings these days. That, that's interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a red wedding reference. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. He's starting early, folks. Yeah. Of course, uh, once again in the house tonight, we have Jamie Rigetti. What up? Tatiana King. The Grand Duchess of Tech. What's up? And rejoining us for the first time in a couple weeks, maybe I don't know. Yeah, you're always around. The Lon Chaney of podcasting. The Lon Chaney of <laughs> podcasting himself. Uh, I liked your other name. You had oh yeah, the Uncanny. To, to be honest, I forgot until this moment that that's the thing we do over time. So I just didn't come with a nickname this week. So no, I'm just going back. I like to the, the Uncanny Matt yeah. Raz. Yeah, okay. the so, Uncanny so, Matt. So we'll repeat yeah, that one then. That's better than the mask curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mask from anyway. See, I, I was going to suggest people can't spell that. to go along with uh, DJ Ben Armin's Twitter uh, handle, Mr. Terrific, which I actually think is the greatest superhero name in the history of superheroes. It's he up there. A, he had a teammate named the Human Bomb, and I thought you might be <laughs> the Human Bomb. <laughs> but I feel like Al-Qaeda kind of took that. Oh. oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a low This one. show was politically incorrect. Yeah, yeah. already. Uh, by the way, I was going like to say, this, uh, this past week we had had a loudspeakers network picnic in mm-hmm. Prospect Park. We even got to meet a couple of fan bros that came out. We did. Uh, we definitely did. Shout out to Kim Sonian, who said that he thinks my laugh is annoying. <laughs> and I would just like to say. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're going to have Kim Sonian come on the show one, one of these days and talk about what he does. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Shout out to everybody who was at the Loudspeakers yeah. Network picnic this weekend. The Reed was in the house. Uh, reality. Fan Bros was there. Fan Bros. Brooklyn Sisters. Brooklyn Sisters. Jazz Fly. NY Delight. The whole Combat Jack Show crew. Sneaker Fiends United. Everyone was out. It was a nice weekend. Nice Saturday. You know, in it was the park. Real chill. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have a paintball or something next time. Paintball guns and all that. <laughs> Word up. So um, anyway, we were, before we started the show, we were talking about uh, me and Chico caught Magic Mike. You guys watch it together? <laughs> no, In the same not. room? I think I think watching Magic Mike alone is already enough of a problem, you know. So watching it, it together, off? yeah, it would be no. We, that didn't happen. But it was on HBO this week. I caught it, and I thought it was like a cheap boogie nights overall. It it wasn't bad, but you know, I mean, obviously the women are gonna love the movie because there's naked men running through it. But I, you know. Beyond hey, that. Hey, 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 so, hey, you know, hey, I'm not hey, mad at you. You know what I mean? We're, maybe we're attracted to the wonderful storyline. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. It's, it's about lack. the struggle, it was, it was Ben. A, <laughs> it was a pretty I'll, straightforward storyline. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it was a classic storyline, but, but it but, wasn't non-existent. But hold on. Like, but she goes... I did that. think Matthew McConaughey was robbed. Like I think he honestly I don't deserved, understand this. I thought he deserved a Best Supporting Actor nomination. <laughs> And that he didn't get one. That's the most ludicrous shit I've ever heard. Completely ludicrous. No, if we go back and look at who got nominated for best, and the supporting actor and actress are the ones that are actually usually the great, Mm -hmm. the best performances. I thought he was really dope, and I'm not some huge Matthew McConaughey like fanboy. Like I definitely, 
you know, I've probably not seen half the movies he's done. And probably the last movie I saw with him was The Lincoln Lawyer. And mm-hmm. I didn't walk away from that thinking anybody needed to get an Oscar <laughs> for that time, movie. Next time you're going to be saying Diesel deserved the Oscar for his okay. movie. Okay. No, uh, no, the no. nominees in 2012 okay, that's dope. were <laughs> yeah. Kenneth Branagh for My Week with Marilyn. I didn't see. Jonah Hill for Moneyball. Nick uh, Nolte for Warrior. Christopher Plummer for Beginners. Or Max, that was 2012, though. Max Von Sato, uh, and whatever, extremely out and incredibly close. Right. But last year wasn't the supporting actors, wasn't all, what's his name, um, from Django? Or is that this year? Oh, no, that was this year. You're right. This, yeah, you know, so, so this Oscars is 2013 would have been the Django one. It probably mm-hmm. would have been the one with, because uh, you're right, because he won. It so you're been saying that Matthew McConaughey Mike. deserved it over. Um, no, I just said he yeah. deserved a nomination. <laughs> I didn't say he deserved so the So you're actual, saying he needed to be in the same category. He should have been recognized for Wait, his performance. So you're saying Magic his, performance, Mike. his performance in Magic Mike was equivalent. Well, what are the other four besides Christoph, whatever his Christopher name Waltz. is? Christopher Waltz. Yeah. Um, well, let's find out. Cause Real I, you quick. know, I mean, I thought he was probably better than Jonah Hill was in uh, in Moneyball, <laughs> and there was another yeah. one in there that I was like, that I was kind of. I could probably go with you on that but, one. But. Yeah. B- b- besides uh, Magic Mike, what are some other uh, movies that you open-minded gentlemen have seen lately? <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, nope. Notebook. The end of no, no, the, the, the end oh, of end of watch. End of watch, except for I didn't like the end of right. the end of watch, but so I really just the liked it. Of watch. No, most of the watch yeah. I liked. Oh. Okay. You know? okay, okay, well, in 2013, Alan Arkin for Argo, right. Robert mm-hmm. De Niro for The Silver Linings Playbook, <laughs> right. Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Master, Come on, man. Tommy Lee Jones for Lincoln, Christopher Waltz for Django. So yeah, I would I'm say so, the yeah. only one Matthew in there, the, no, the only is Alan Arkin in, Alan Arkin did not do that much in Argo, and he was sort of chewing the scenery, like, he was doing what Alan Arkin does in every movie mm-hmm. in, okay. in Argo, so I would say you're, you guys are right on four, like, Matthew McConaughey was not better than any of the four other than than Alan Arkin, but I thought he gave a really good performance. Out of you, every movie. Do you think that this is reverse <laughs> sexism because Marissa Tomei gets an Oscar nod for, you know, playing, playing a stripper? A stripper? And she, yeah, and she won. Oh, that's right. She did win. Oh, no, so. no. Well, she, she, she won not for the stripper. She no, won for, for the, my, cousin, my cousin, Vinny. cousin Vinny. But she for the wrestler, right? She, yeah, yeah, she, she got she nominated. Was, she was so, good in that, but, I but, so, so is this reverse no, sexism? No, I think it's a matter of they've only got five slots. And I do... <laughs> I do agree. I do agree that, that certainly four of those are without a doubt better than Matthew McConaughey's performance, and Alan Arkin is Alan Arkin. And Argo was Argo. Um, right. Um, so Argo did end up winning Best right. Picture, and and I think, uh, what's his face, Ben Affleck got Best Director, but no, didn't both those happen? No, he got snubbed by the Oscars. No, oh, that's what it was? He, okay. he won the BAFTA and the Golden Globe right. and yeah. everything else. But, all right, so maybe he didn't get some, but I thought I, I was, I thought he, I thought McConaughey gave a good performance, and I'm generally impressed with with Channing Tatum because I have a ver- I always sort of go into things thinking he's going to be like terrible. Yeah, and and so when he's not terrible, I'm you know I'm kind of like oh wow he's better than I expected. Hey, and so- C. Tate is a respectable actor. He is. See, I don't he is. I don't find what, him what it, attractive. What? C. Tate. He can dance real good. But see, oh. I don't I don't, I don't <laughs> think he can dance real good. <laughs> Step up 3D. I don't whatever. think he's hot. But then I saw um, what you call it, uh, 21 Jump Street. And yeah, he's he hilarious. Was hilarious. Oh, hilarious. That movie was it. funny, and, yeah. and that made me love him just because Definitely. he was so good in that movie. Definitely, he's great in that movie. Hilarious when he falls through the drum set. <laughs> oh man.
That's comedy gold. Yeah, no, he he's generally comes off always better than I, yeah, I would yeah, think exactly. he's going to. Yeah. I didn't think much of the dude who played like his, you know, the Robin to his Batman. <laughs> oh, I'm Johnny Hill? Yeah. yeah. But I just thought the whole world of the male stripper thing is not something you see in movies, and I'm sort of looking out well, for was, stuff that's always a little that? different. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your Red Tails moment, yeah. and we're uh, not going into right, that no, again. Right, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it, a little bit, maybe. Um, in that sense. Got to stand up for the so, male strippers. In that sense. Well, just it's a, you know, it's a story you don't really see, and normally you do see women strippers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was definitely a better movie than that one, that, the the one that took place in Vegas with that Paul Verhoeven did. Showgirls. Yeah, definitely Show a better Girl. movie than Showgirls, I will say that. That doesn't take that, much. But it was yeah. not better than Boogie Nights, obviously. No, yeah. no, but, no way. But to be fair, Boogie Nights isn't about stripping per no. se either, so. No, 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 no that's saying. true. Hey, this is Jamie Rigetti. Thanks for listening to Fan Bros. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes. And welcome back, Internets. Thank you for joining us. We have a special guest in the house tonight for our weekly discussion on Game of Thrones. I'd like to welcome to the spaceship Kid Fury. Hi. Oh, look. You can do applause on this show. <laughs> yeah. For Welcome. those who don't know, Kid Fury is the host of The Read. Also, he has KidFury.com. He's, I mean, basically Google the man. Oh you know, he does gosh. a lot of things. Yeah, I just said that. Mm -hmm. I know, right? I oh, said Google wow. you. He said Google me. Yep. Yeah, well, not Google, Google me, because if you Google, Google me, him, baby. you're not going to get much. <laughs> but if you Google Kid Fury, you'll get a lot. Well, thank you. I I'm checked. I, did, I Googled you today, and your website's really cool. Thank so. you so much. You're all oh, right. I feel so special. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem, sir. You're a big Game of Thrones fan? I am a, gr a big fan of the show. I'm not one of the people who's read all of the books. Neither yeah, none we. of us none have of read us. the books. So oh, great. Then I feel amazing. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel so much better. No, we myself. didn't know what was going to happen either at all. Okay. I mean, that, that happened, and the you're only just thing there. I know from the book is. Um, wait, wait, wait. Not anything that hasn't not happened. Yet. Hasn't no, happened yet. I won't say it. Okay. But there's one thing that I know that happens from the book, and the only reason I know is because I went searching for it. That's what we were saying last week. So, you can't do it. But I haven't read read any of the like books, I know so something I about Jamie that I didn't want to know don't look just for because it. I typed in his damn right. name in Google yeah. search yeah but you also predicted that Talisa might be a spy uh, a couple of weeks ago no, we were thinking no, about uh, it uh, uh, see, you you keep getting you need to go back and re-listen to these episodes <laughs> Chico, because you keep saying things that I don't exactly say okay. I said someone else said that and we I were, that's it right. was that's me right. and somebody yeah. else we were saying it, it was kind of shady yeah. while right. she was writing letters and stuff but that's neither here nor there yeah um yeah anyway folks this episode was titled Chico, the reigns of Castamere, which is a, a song that's been playing throughout throughout the season, and actually Cersei Lannister explained the song to Lady Marjorie yes. in the previous mm, episode. She's shown up, there. and it's about Lannisters paying their debts and finishing off mm -hmm. a family, right? Uh, which is exactly what happened at the end of uh, well, this uh, episode. Obviously, folks, for those who don't know, this is massive spoilers right. ahead. We're about to ruin this, this is, episode this is for very you. Very big spoilers if you haven't. Your seen life it. is going to yeah. be ruined. I mean, the the biggest spoiler, which which leads me to, I, I just have have to thank everyone who has read the books who didn't go on Twitter yeah. and talk a Word. lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who didn't yeah. tell me. We sat here with Neil Drumming last week who ha has read the books and I'm sitting here like, yeah, I heard there's going to be another <laughs> wedding this season. And he calmly sat there and was like, yeah, there's another wedding. But he didn't say <laughs> shit like he, about, they, he you know. He did have that all-knowing smile on his face. But, but I didn't get anything. No, yeah. He did not no, let no, anything no. go and no. I just feel like everyone out there who's read the books, like you did a real service by not 
ruining it for the rest of us, which, I mean, you know, I just feel like we all probably know some people who've read the books, and it's extraordinary that we saw what we saw and honestly did not know what was going right. to happen. You didn't know, you couldn't even believe it while you were watching it. Like, yeah. You know? No. Um, um, well, before we get into that, though, since we do have a special guest and we sure. haven't really got to talk to him, how's your feelings been on this whole season? Um, I don't know. I felt like for some reason it, 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 it started really exciting for me and then it kind of started to get slow and then it picked right back up mm-hmm. just for me personally this last episode like i saw your tweet i the, honestly was just the like, ign tweet that got retweeted i, I saw was that. so excited when i was on ign <laughs> yeah that was hilarious i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> but i seriously said fuck monday like i didn't <laughs> i didn't want to do anything that whole day yeah. i was so devastated like i'm still mourning Okay, all right. Let's let's get into the show and talk about what happened before the red wedding. First of all, we had um, Jon Snow and and Ygrit. Yep, Ygrit. Ygrit, um, running around the wall. They try and uh, steal, steal some, some horses. horses. Jon Snow does his usual. I'm a good guy. Can't decide if he's a crow or if he's down with the wildlings. Look at my curly hair. Right. Look at my curly hair. Basically, they broke up. <laughs> I'm going to look grumpy. Yeah, they broke up. They he basically just, broke he, up because he, he left out. her. Yeah, they he broke up. He gave her a serious out. gas face. Which like, I don't understand because at that point, they had killed all the other wildings, and there was just that one dude, like Tormund uh, Giant's Bane. Why did, why did Jon Snow run away? Like, I, I mean, just he feel left like, her, too. I kind of yeah. laughed when he was on the horse, and he was they like, They could have taken him out together. Well, because of her, that damn man jumped his spirit into that eagle right yes. which I, I like that exactly yeah. but wait but wait I, once again i don't think it was because of her I, we you weren't on the show before so i've been saying this that the stark family makes the worst effing decisions in the history they known know. to man yeah and john snow even though he's a bastard still made a dumbass decision again by saying why he, he did like the james bond movie like you knew i was the traitor all along right but let me make so sure, I, you know, make sure he's dead first. Then you can say it over his dead body. Ha ha, I'm the traitor. You know, but no, you have to stab him and then tell him. And then he can get into his little eagle, fly off and, you know, do his work on but you. But the eagle can't tell anyone what he just told <laughs> So in that but sense, see- his secret is safe. But did he kill the eagle? Or did no, the eagle bounced. Yeah, the eagle, yeah. yeah. the eagle messed yeah. with him a little bit and then left. So, so, you know, he still has to deal with an angry eagle out there. But uh, scratched up yeah. face. That <laughs> so, That's true. That was once so beautiful. That is true. <laughs> it's his pretty boy. At least he has his hair still, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and I gotta say, it's, the mother Stark is making really bad decisions. Well, wait, too. wait, wait! Slow down! Yeah. Slow down! We haven't gotten to that. There's still more to the episode. To yeah, know. no, I was talking about past decisions. Well, like, I mean, we already know that. She, yeah. the, the whole Stark family, from Ned on down, made some really yeah. silly ass decisions. Um, also in the episode, we had Daenerys and. Live for Daenerys. Yeah, Dar- oh, I mean, Daria, who doesn't? Daria, Daria Vega. Yeah, yeah. Vega look alike. Vega look alike. He <laughs> <We> does <laughs> look like, like Vega. Vega. Oh, I wow. Like, I never, I never. Think about it. Oh, he needs the mask. <laughs> Done deal. He looks just like he, Vega. He needs to play Vega in the new Street Fighter movie. That's a great comparison. Yo, Thank really? You. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's a good one. I never thought of that. So the Vega look alike and Daenerys. And... You talking about Grey Worm or? Uh... No. No. Oh, Dario. 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 Dario.
You I don't trust, trust him either. Him? I don't. Grey Worm trusts mm-hmm. him. Yeah, once Grey Worm gave him yeah. the seal of approval, I had to go with it. And I thought it was really dope seeing Grey Worm in action. Grey Worm doesn't know life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Grey Worm knows slavery. Grey Worm's been a slave <laughs> yeah. his whole life. Grey Worm, does, doesn't he like not have like testicles or something? Yeah, he doesn't. No, yeah. he does not. And Grey Worm it, shouldn't give a shit about right. anybody. You know nothing, Grey Worm. Grey Worm. You know nothing. He had dope moves. I was glad we got to see him in action. He's yeah, like the Nate Robinson fine. of yeah. Westeros. Like, he's like uh, small, fast, wiry. Did you like, just say to Nate, Nate Robinson? Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had really dope with it. Moves with his spear. Like, did you see him? It was no, like, no, 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 he no, actually was... reminded me of Kalik from Soul Calibur. So oh, there you go. He nice. was really good. So we got Vega and we got Kalik yeah, now. Right. Rolling. Everybody reminds me of a video. So who is, um, <laughs> so who's, what's his name? Who's the? Who? Which one? Um, Kalisi's last. Sir Jorah Mormont? Yeah. Um, uh, Cervantes. Yeah, yeah I was thinking Cervantes too. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He's also um, butthurt at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just so jealous. Yeah, I it's thought so I thought that was going to be the funniest moment. Well, I mean, I guess the Red Wedding wasn't funny, but I thought that was going to be the line to take away from the show was, uh, and what, what's his name again? Dario. Where's yeah. Dario? Where's Dario? Yeah, exactly. Like, yo, that was the... I was so I, mad at that. No, I wanted to fall out laughing because that's like the typical, you know, it's like this dude comes in bloody. What? He's like, yo, queen. We took the we city. We just took the city. You. We killed everybody. And she's like, yo, but where's the other dude? <laughs> <laughs> she's a teenage girl. When he and came it, around that corner and he was alive, that man, was, he looked so pissed. Like, why couldn't he just, <laughs> why, why couldn't he just kill and, that And man? then how does Dario come around the corner covered in blood and looking smooth. He always looks extra smooth. Like like the blood is artful on his face. It's not, yeah, you're alive. That's fine. Where is... And he came in and like bowed to her. She was like swooning. Mama was pissed. He was over it. (laughs) He was so hurt. So butthurt. That kind of bothered me a bit because... um, Dan- Daenerys, I'm calling her like she's my homegirl. Daenerys <laughs> is supposed home to be <laughs> like this, you know, queen mother, dragon mother, all this stuff. And then she's like, oh, Darius. And now all of a sudden she's melting over him. It kind of makes me irritated. But I don't think she's really melting yet. Like, You don't think she's really melting over I mean, him? Maybe not too much outwardly, but she is she, No, she's funny. definitely like, okay. But I mean, the dude is, you know, he's done. He's put in work. He's smooth. He's got good lines, you know. And then, like, she's she's she has pretty she, hair, she, she, yeah. And she's used to strong men with pretty, pretty hair, hair, you know. Like, you know, she's lost her Khaleesi, and now she. Needs- <laughs> I don't trust him either. I'm glad you said that. He's too pretty. He's too. It's just like, he's too slick there. for me. Like, you know, when people are just even in real life, when people are just a little too. Slick he's like Eddie Hastel. He cut off his <laughs> two like homeboys' it. heads just because he's like nobody <laughs> tells me what to do. Right. <laughs> don't like it. I, I don't know. I like him mainly because he's from the dancing land, and I like the dancing man and the face changer. He's from that same Bravos, land. Yep. Bravos. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, you know, the face changing dude was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, so. that's cool. So I definitely like him. You know, I like the scene, but I just thought I thought that was going to be the moment of the episode. And then. And then. I mean, let me say this first before you get there. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was all good just a week ago. It really literally was. Literally. Man. It was all good just two weeks ago. Yeah. Man. And I felt really good about it. They were talking about naming a baby. Yep. Mm. You know, they were like, oh, he's getting married. I'm like, oh, this is a great one. Okay, that's a good one. Let's go around the room real quick. When did you realize that this ain't going to work out for the Starks? Like in general or in that no, scene? I mean, I, like I said, I've, I've known for a long time that the stars made dumb decisions. They're going to pay for it. But in this scene, in this episode, when did you have the inkling, like maybe this wedding 
you know. I kind of felt like something was wrong the moment that they kind that they saw. I can't remember his name, the character's name. Mm-hmm. The dude who played the janitor in Harry Potter. Right, Walter Frey. Walter Frey. When they first yeah. went to him, and he like shaded the um, <laughs> the heck out of Rod. Yeah, yeah. And he was like staring at his his um, wife, wife and like talking about her vagina. I was like, okay. I thought he was just being rude. But then, yeah. But then I was like, okay, maybe he's just being rude. Mm-hmm. But then when they shut that door that's and started right. playing that yeah. music. I was like, yeah. oh, shit's about to get real. Yeah. When but they shut the think, door. But even then, you didn't Not that think. real. I didn't right. think that <laughs> real. Right. You just assumed they're going to take them hostage. It was when, I, I mean, I didn't recognize the song being the yeah, song. Me neither. But, you know, as soon as Kat Stark rec- sort of realizes something's up, and then when she lift, lifts Oh, at that Bruce point. When she shows the chain know, mail. But, yeah, yeah, when they're closing the doors and he's making speeches about, now I've got a gift for you and all this. Oh, like, no. When they, uh, me personally, when they shut the door, I I didn't know how bad it was to get, but right. I figured it was going to get very bad because it was like they shut the door with a big ass wood block. It wasn't yeah. like they just shut the door. No, they locked yeah. you in. Yeah, there. they're like you're not leaving. You're not leaving. Yeah, I there's no room I would have probably go. got killed because first when he shut the door, I was like something's wrong. But I didn't think how bad as you say it was going to be. It wasn't until Lady Stark jumped up and then they started stabbing dudes. Is when I was like, what's happening? Even then, well, I was still confused. When, when she sees that he's wearing chainmail, then I knew it was. Gonna oh get yeah, bad. right. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. once she jumped up, then quick. it was done. Yeah, exactly. But my thing is, by that time, it's too late. It's well, too yeah. late. They closed the door. You're yeah. done. Yeah. I could honestly tell though just speaking for myself that um, he was pissed about Rob not marrying his right. daughter oh, the hell entire yeah. time I still don't I understand I didn't that think mad. that he You're... was that pissed well it was an o- I mean, breaking an oath, oath is a really big deal the reason they called Jamie the Kingslayer is because he broke his oath to protect the king and yep. it's sort of this this backhanded thing you mm-hmm. ain't a real gangster unless you lived in that time right yeah. no that's true <laughs> I mean, seriously and then the other th- part about it is not that he's pissed that he didn't marry his daughter is he pissed that his daughter is now not queen of the north. That's right. what she right. would have been, and that okay. would have had his kingdom double in size. You know, he would have ruled a much bigger. But that pissed. Uh, let's say. Well, you know, imagine, also, imagine if somebody said, "Yo, your daughter's about to be queen." And then your daughter's still a peasant. It's not just that. The Lannisters well, she's gave not exactly them a, a lot of money. No, the Lannisters, the Lannisters would have gave them yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah that's that the Because they thing. really had that whole thing, yeah. like, locked. Oh, like, it they was were smooth. like, oh, you think that we're out here worried about war when you about right. to go over here and have a, a wedding with these people who are going to kill you? Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, God. I've been reading it. up, and people have been saying that that's probably what uh, Grandpa Lannister, the letters he was writing, when he's like, oh, hold on a minute, I need to finish these letters. And he's writing letters. It's in an earlier episode. Right, right, right. Oh, you mean, oh, main, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tywin. Yeah, Tywin. Tywin. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. sending out letters to people like... Absolutely. That was probably the letter like, okay, when y'all yeah. have this wedding, right. murder them. Because he did right. all them orders you know? there. You're right. Oh, he's coming over on Wednesday? Okay, yeah. so right. he'll be dead Thursday. <laughs> and... We'll have lunch on Friday. If, if Catelyn Stark hadn't have freed Jaime Lannister, they couldn't have done that because if they had killed all the Starks then whoever was left alive would have killed, killed Jamie. Jamie. Yep. So she actually brought that on them I mean, once by freeing Jamie. She wanted to see her baby. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And she almost did at least and one. Then, How sad is that? that and then Arya, Arya was up. right there. Thank you. She was this close. Yes. <laughs> but didn't you see? And I realized that yes. the, hound, the hound said that. He said, you're always so upset. Like, you're never going to see your family. You're so close. Don't worry about it. And I should have known there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that yeah. was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. He foreshadowed that. She yeah. was this close. close, like this close. She didn't even get to see the corpse. Like she was so <laughs> close. The, she saw the dire wolf corpse yeah, she did. again. Gray Wind. Yeah, she saw oh, Gray Wind's God. corpse. Yeah. 
I just, the Starks yeah. just have it so terribly. I personally <laughs> feel like I personally feel like George R. R. Martin does not give one f u c k about not one percent of one. Your feelings or your feelings or my feelings. Well. Ne- and neither does he. And he does not care about how you feel about the Stark family. He supposedly skipped that ch- writing that chapter yep. and like wrote the rest oh, of the yeah. book and then went back and wrote that chapter. And he, he said, said he, so, he, so he yeah. wrote it into stab well, us yeah. repeatedly. So, but, see, Just, but but as a okay. writer, you got to kill your kill yeah. your darlings. Right? And that's another right. thing he said. Like it's I read a, babies. Yeah. I read an interview with him where he was like. You know, when I was writing the first book, everyone expects Ned Stark to go through all these troubles and tribulations, but then somehow to come out because he's the hero of the story. So I killed him. And then he was like, and then the next thing you expect is his eldest son to get his revenge one day. So I killed him. Right. And so when Ned Stark I can't deal. died, oh. I questioned my whole entire <laughs> man. Life, so, okay, life. Let, let, that's a good question. Because I really thought that he was going to be like, Someone like was a gonna central come character. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And then when they chopped that man's head off, I was like, well, what? <laughs> what just happened to my life? Like, I don't understand. And you know, the funny, that was like the ninth episode of yeah. season yeah. one. Yep. And then last, the, the season the two was the, the battle, battle of yeah. Blackwater. And then the ninth episode of this. Like, I, I saw another thing right? online where they yeah. said in every ninth episode, it's been a major character dies. And then in the tenth episode, it's dragons. Yeah. So, you know. We so that's had, the pattern. Yeah, that's the pattern. Because, in the you know, the first one, the dragons are born. And in the second season, the dragons burned up the oh, wizard. Oh, the wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now, hopefully, we get to see some major dragon action in the next one, since we just saw Horrible Death. But, yeah, getting back yeah. to Horrible Death, that was, um, like I said, like, the Starks, to me, everyone is like, oh, my God, the Starks and everything. And I, I felt for Ned. Ned was an honorable man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his past was before the show started, so I don't know what he was doing to get there to become king. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel for Rob. I felt for Caitlyn because she wanted to see her daughters. And she was the, like, could have been the best Rob? actor I mean, on this show. Yeah. I thought Even she was connection? really good. Killed no, yeah, 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 killed. No, I love Caitlyn. Rob, I felt like, was an idiot from the beginning. But like, even with the whole baby connection and all, him and his wife, and they're talking about naming Ned. He and acted bro- honorably. No, he didn't. He broke his oath. He broke his oath. That's, I that's the first deal. thing. I can't deal with and she was children. Pregnant. And I she mean, was no, pregnant. I thought that was horrible, but I don't feel for Rob. Like, Rob isn't honorable to me. Rob broke his oath. But that's he broke all, his oath for love. Oh, which is the cares? one thing you're allowed to no, in our world no, break your oath. But he didn't kill anybody. It do, but, but he didn't it kill anybody. It, he didn't kill nobody's baby. You broke your oath. Married one of her little. Uh, he should marry one like, of her. No, that's true. And, kept, and then, kept his girlfriend right. on the side. That is what he should have done. Side. Yes. He should have had his own little Jon Snow, right. And kept it moving. That's you true. know, oh, but like that a secret family. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. it's what his dad and it's what kings do. It's what kings do. You don't. I mean, but you can say the same about Ned. People say Ned should have kept his mouth shut, but he was on one of those. Those people give. A damn about anybody. <laughs> no. Thank you. When Caitlyn had his wife, yeah, I'll get another one. Though, she was like, okay, well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Don't you ever for a second get to think that she's irreplaceable, <laughs> right? Because I can have three more tomorrow. To the left, to the left. So if you want to kill her, go ahead. Like, no, that's oh, jeez, that but, episode was horrible. Yeah, your expert <laughs> when they showed that they actually had survived, like when she crawls under the table and when Rob stands up, I'm still okay, they're gonna get out. Yeah. Oh, no I way. knew they were alive, then, no. I knew they weren't going to die. I'm like, but, okay, oh, no. they're gonna somehow talk no. their way. Like, you're like literally, like, like <laughs> when Sam Jackson dies in that shark movie, it's just so unexpected. <laughs> <See? that they're laughs> I laughed. You know that yeah, they're going to kill. Yeah. You know that they're going to kill Caitlyn Stark and Rob's and and the. You know, well, Talisa was obviously mm-hmm. dead at that point. Like, but I was, she I wasn't mean, coming back. I really did think that 
at the very least, Caitlyn would have survived. Right. I thought right. because they shot Rob so many times, I thought <laughs> right. he was going to die. Already. I was surprised that he could even get back up on his feet. Right. Yeah. But the both of them? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it was horrible. And it was just it these walk-by, like, throat cuttings and stabbings <laughs> and, and shit was that crazy. was so outrageous. But I think she went dudes out like just, a G, though. Dudes just she rolled did. up on them and just cut their throat and stabbed them in the, the I mean, it, it was, was very, outrageous. It was very weird the way that, even though she it went out like a casual. G, it was casual. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it, it was so hurt my gonna, heart. Are you gonna kill her? Yeah, or? Yeah. yeah. It was like, here you go. He was drinking wine through the whole thing, too. Like, Walter Frey was just sitting there drinking wine. Like, I mean, his own people were yeah. getting shot by arrows. Right. He cared. He gave no fucks. Right. Now, he didn't care about his true. wife getting slit. That, Remember, yeah. she's yeah. out to kill my. He Everyone said, in the hall got shot. Right. Yep. So Walter Frey was not Everybody worried about anybody. Side. Yeah. Got, like. That was, was a blood. That man. was another one, like you were saying, just ruthless throat slides. Like dudes are sitting outside and they're like, "Oh, is the ceremony over? Yeah, it's over. Stab, stab, stab. Mm-hmm. Shoot Who the dog wolf." That? <laughs> the janitor from Harry yeah. Potter. There you go. Right. <laughs> when Leviosa gets these, like, get him out. <laughs> and the thing was, two weeks ago, I was complaining that there were no wolves. I wanted to see that more. You saw the wolves. And I told you. finally got an episode with wolves. And, and now yeah. what? You see what you Is did? Is you happy? Yeah, I know. I have now to say that was probably the greatest did? tweet. Right. Po- post Game of Thrones was yeah. your wolves tweet. Right. No, oh, no that was me. Oh, that was me. My bad. My bad. It was definitely, you know, yeah, you're, you know, careful what you wish for. Because, you know, we did get, you know, you got more three wolves. different wolves in this story, yep. this one. And, and now uh, you only have one less. Right. This mm. is probably a no-brainer for some of us. But so, and just in terms of just pure hurt my heart, which was worse, Ned dying or or Caitlin and Rob and them? Dying? Ned. 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 What about you, Chico? I, I would say Caitlin, but I would not say, I mean, not, not, Caitlin, Ka- yeah. certainly Caitlin, Rob, and Rob's wife and unborn child. Like, if you add that up, that's definitely. So you're just talking about be. in terms of bodies. But, well, yeah, but watching him <laughs> crawl to yeah, his ne- wife's oh. body and, like, touch her the, stomach that is the like, notion oh. of three generations horrible. of a like family dying and, for, like, you know, for her to see her son die. I mean, I know that actually two of Ned's daughters saw him die. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that Ned had made this deal where he gave up his honor and then they killed him anyway but caitlin i mean there's something about that that you know but i think that you know the harry potter janitor help me out <laughs> Walter, 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 Frey. Walter, Frey. Walter, Walter he Frey. knew that he was gonna kill everybody <laughs> oh yeah oh hell yeah so you were gonna see your son die yeah. period unless you died first yeah whereas joffrey's little bad aggravating Ooh, ass right. dragged up sansa <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. out to look at her daddy's yeah. head on that spike next to george right. bush's yeah. Yeah. like just just stare at your dead dad's yeah. head look at him look at him yeah does this turn you on like oh right. he's such a freak he is crazy he is crazy i said I, I just want to if i could hold his head underwater for like five good minutes <laughs> that's all you need five good minutes <laughs> Does nobody do else remember him from Batman Begins? Yeah, yeah I saw it. Yeah, well, who was he? Yeah, he's, he's a little, little, kid, he's a little kid. He's a little kid. He's a little kid Batman, Batman gives his little um, thing and, to. And then at the end, him. he's a little kid that she yeah. has uh, when, when like Scarecrow releases a gas and he's yeah. all afraid and Katie Holmes has him. It's him. He was yeah. a little yeah. good little yeah. boy. Yeah. Now, yeah. He yeah. Is. now he's, now he's evil little bastard. I've never hated a character on anything ever as much as I hate him. Not Walder Frey? Yeah, he just took his place. has actually displaced Joffrey as the character. Yeah, he's definitely taken. See, once again, though, I can't. I still go with Joffrey Joffrey because Joffrey killed Ned. Like, Like I say, Rob Stark, Caitlin, okay, but Rob, I just cannot... I'm just like, Rob, you made a lot of dumb moves, yo. Like, you you betrayed this dude, and then you went to ask for his help. Like... Mm. 
But then he have no choice. Remember, he then he asked Lady Stark or Caitlyn rather for help, and but she that, she suggested that she was and, like, "Well," and that's another part of Rob Stark's bad decisions. Why doesn't he have any help? Because you chopped the head off of the dude who was trying to help you, <laughs> right? Like, but Rob, I told you, I told you guys before, I didn't agree with that. I know what it did. That's what I'm saying. That was that was the bad decisions episode. That was the start of it. Mm. Yeah, Rob, that was a horrible decision. Horrible. Too. And literally everyone was like, "Yeah, don't, don't do it, don't, don't do it, do don't do it." He's that like, "Nah, I'm gonna sense. do this." Rap, you know. And then I was like, "Well, now you have no men." But you know, like, I feel like it, <laughs> it might have a lot to do with the fact that their father or his father, they, he was killed like out of nowhere, and they were just kind of probably mm-hmm. felt like he felt like you know, I'm gonna. I need to take his place. Yeah, he wasn't to, ready for it. But he throw. didn't know. Yeah. Like, the shoes were too big that he was right. yes. And Absolutely. so he made, maybe that's part of the reason he made all of those poor decisions. I think it was shown from the very first scene. When, that's when I realized Rob had problems when, or not problems, but he wasn't ready for it. When his dad was killed and Caitlin goes out to find him and he's chopping up a tree with his sword. And, you know, like his other brothers reacted in their own way. But he's out there like, rah, rah, you know, and it's like you're too emotional, dude. That and that right away, that's showing that Rob is too emotional to handle the throne. You can't. Wait, be that does John Snow even know his daddy's dead yet? That's a good question. That's a very uh, he must. I he thought must. John did. I thought he got a raven at the wall. I thought he did find. <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, raven. I think. I think. Because he knows I'm Rob's like 60% at war. Sure. Yeah, he yeah, has to know. That's a very good question. No, he has to know because he knows Rob's at war, so he must know that his dad's yeah. So you're, why you're else would they be at war? Yeah, are you yeah. still yeah. saying? So you're saying that Ned Stark's death was actually was a bigger surprise or a bigger deal? Because Ned Stark's death like totally blew my mind, but this was like a Tex Avery cartoon what? where my head was spinning around. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pulling my eyes out of my head and flinging them at the TV so that I'm like, did I just see that? When I asked that question, I meant in like just pure emotional anguish right this what was one. worse yeah this, i thought yeah. this one I, I have to say yeah i think you're right because like today i rewatched the episode you know to get ready for the sure, show tonight. yeah i stopped it right um even before they shut the damn door i right. stopped it like right. i didn't like when dude's like oh i gotta go take a piss i was like okay this is too much like i right. know it's coming i did not want to see so it. so you again. were able to compose yourself before no i just stopped the movie i just, oh, didn't, just, I just, I just okay. didn't watch it yeah. again like i don't want to see that scene again like it you was said, really i don't want to see ned's like, death was like shocking yeah this, this was disturbing this was disturbing i was curled in the fetal yeah. position for well, the what is it because it's because of the baby yeah that that because like she watches and her then son Captain die. watches her killed, son die man. and then just and his she last does this words. feudal thing where she just kills She names the, all her honors. Kills the wife. You and know? then again, Arya didn't yeah. even get yeah. to right, yeah. right, right. And then yeah. now you think of all these these young Stark kids who have no parents and <laughs> Oh, so what, let me yeah. ask you this: What is now? Edmir is married. Like he's in the bedroom having sex. Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. Do you think no, that's that's dead. Question. I think they killed him. Edmir doesn't even because, get to the bedroom. But but still, like as a Tully, like that would put you know the 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 wife, the, the Walder Frey's daughter, is now a queen of whatever land you know, like because. She's oh, married to Edmund, you know, so I don't even know. No, like, but, but, but you know, he's such same. a boob. You just killed that, like, his you uncle. You might have gone yeah. go go along with you it. You just killed his oh, uncle. Absolutely, yeah. I know. I know. I mean, he didn't like his this. uncle. Maybe, but I would assume that he got his throat slit on the way to the bedroom. Right. I think he got killed. Yeah. I, I mean, think. I don't know, and I'm assuming we'll find out next week, but yeah. I, yeah. I don't know either way, you know. And that was just I did think of that at one point, like you know. 
Is he is he hearing all this hullabaloo? Because they're killing people outside. But why would they yeah, I mean, you know. that didn't seem like a quiet. <laughs> no, no, it was yelling and screaming. But, that was a but why would they keep him alive? Event. Like if they're killed, they killed basically everybody. Why would they keep? Other than like alive? you said, for the for the land. For like political the, the thing, political but, reason. But and he was whole, mad like, that Rob wouldn't Rob didn't marry a girl. So why would he care about homeboy? Like, well, because yeah. that dude is uh, in charge of whatever that the country, the but river you just lands, rubbed the river out his folks. No, I know it's true. I think he's dead. And the right. Lannisters were again behind everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everybody got to go. Tywin yeah. was like, "Yeah, you can you can kill them too." I right. don't really care. <laughs> so well, the only Tullys left are uh, the woman who breastfeeds her son and uh, the breastfeeds the seventy year old boy. Yeah, and, oh, uh, and yeah, that was and, and she's all desiccated. <laughs> like you can tell he's like sucked everything out of her. <laughs> and, and, then, and I think he's older than seven. Yeah, I think he's more like, like nine or ten or eleven. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and then uh, the dude who went out to pee. The... No, he came back in the room. Oh, he did? I mean, they don't show it, but there's no right. way. Even if he's out to pee, he's getting killed with the rest of the folks. I guess that's there true. There was an army outside. No, 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 absolutely, yeah. You know, they're all dead, too. It's not like they left that army chilling right. outside. No, they're, everybody's done. What do you and guys... Th- not only is Arya all sad, but it's like that dude, I mean, the Hound is not great company in any means. <laughs> like, oh, you know, God, no. just, you know, he's nothing to look at. And like, his, she like, just previously said right. that she was going to stab him. Yeah, which was, uh, which was, you know, pretty dope. I don't think she wants to hang out with him. Right, exactly. Exactly. He's technically saving her. He lot. is absolutely, a and lot. he saved her sister. Yeah, he's got a uh, you know, he's got he's a heart still of gold. Kind of got a douchey attitude. So, yeah, but I've always loved the Hound. He's yeah. hilarious. So, what do you guys, um, what do you guys prediction for the next for the final episode? Yeah, that's a good one because that's what I was about to get to. I'm hoping to see some dragons and somebody get burned up. I mean, that's always you know, but I don't know who the dragons for really burn up right now, so I don't. I'm sure we're going to see some dragons, but I don't know. And I'd like to see, you know, like you said, what happened with uh, the boob or whatever. You know, right, Ed Beer. I'd like to see, I, I, what, You know what I'd really love is if the show opens with Tywin somewhere. Right. You know, kicking, maybe getting a raven, kicking his feet up, lighting a cigar, like, <laughs> you know, like rubbing his hands together. Well, the, the 10th episode of the last season opens up with Tywin about to go in the courtroom on horseback, and his oh, horse is taking, taking a big a shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, that was a classic. And, yeah. uh, and it ends with uh, the the Northmen, not the Northmen, but the, the, White the Night's Watch looking for shit. That's actually what they're looking for shit to burn oh, and that's when the White, the White Walkers, Walkers show oh, up. Nice, so nice. it's sort of, that's the book-ending yeah. little... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So who knows, you know... I'm bad at these. I did predict someone was going to die, and that happened. But uh, yeah, not my in the way you thought. Are, no, it definitely was not who I thought either. You Kid know? Fury, what did you think? What do you think is going to happen? I hope that um, Arya starts a fire and scares the hell out of the hound, <laughs> right. and then goes back to that castle wherever right. and kills Walter, Walter Frey. Right. Mm. I'm just hoping that that happens. I doubt that it will because clearly George just does not care about the Starks or the no. Starks. <laughs> he does not like care about doesn't. Stark people. Every time or their dogs. Or their dogs. Or their dogs. Yeah. Like, why even introduce us to these people? Right. <laughs> and their dogs. Two of the dogs are dead. Two are lost. Like, like, you know, like where, are yeah. where are they? Where are they? these CG dogs yeah. I, I think I think CG dogs th- that's the what youngest the youngest Stark boy that I can't even remember his name Rickon, Rickon. No, Rickon. he's like now in the system like right hold on hold on no, you know what the funniest shit about is it, is it Rickon's or more Bran yeah, yeah. Bran okay, is the one I can't all, it wasn't until Rickon spoke this episode that I even remember that he was on the show. <laughs> right, right. Like, like, I'm like, oh shit, there's another brother with Brian. Like, right. I forgot that he was even there. There's like and 30 then, of them. And then the fact that he, when the first episode that this little boy speaks and cries, 
It's like, okay, now we're going to write you right on right. out of the show. So yeah. like, so Rick Hahn just came I actually bad felt way. that was not organic. It didn't feel organic. Like, it, it just was like, okay, now we need to concentrate on these three kids. Like, ha- like it feels like they're recreating, like, Harry Potter dynamic. Yeah. And so we're going to get rid of Osha, and we're going to get rid of Rick Hahn, and now we can have our, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. Hermione, huh. Ron, and, and Harry, mm-hmm. you know, team. But like I say, you know, because it's George R. Martin, it's already written out, I feel like, you know, there must be a point to it. You know, it's not oh, going to yeah. be like the dumb Harry Potter, obviously, is trying no. to, you know, he'll not. probably kill two of them, you know, or something of that nature. I think next episode is going to be big for Tyrion, actually. I have a feeling mm. Tyrion, because remember, he, he's been having his clashes with um, Shay. Hellboy. What's, what's his name? Joffrey. 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 Joffrey, yeah. And, you know, just everyone. I mean, Shay, yeah, yeah, but I think he's going to clap back in some way. Are we going to have a scene in bed? So. Between I think him he's and actually Sansa? going to. I hope. I mean, this is this is all speculation, but I hope that he actually, even whether it's on purpose or inadvertently, that he actually helps Starks in some way. Whether it's with Sansa, right. whether it's getting back at Joffrey. Because remember, he was about ready when he was. Well, he wasn't really that drunk, but he was about ready oh, to yeah. kill him. He was about ready to kill him on that he first. He shoved that knife into that table. Yeah. Like, so, oh, man. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a big episode for him. So I'm looking forward to that. I would really love it if Daenerys would just. Get this army. Like, you got all your yes. people. Yeah. Get on these boats and take your ass across the house <laughs> yeah. and wreck shop. Please, just get started. I'm sure she did across the sea in the episode, but I don't think we're going to see her. We're not going to see her land. Do anything yeah, no. until yeah, yeah, so. next season at the very earliest. Because her dragon still got to get a little bit bigger before she can really start wrecking shop. Right. Also, just remember this event happens halfway through the third book. Yep. They're actually doing the third book as the third and fourth, and fourth season. season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually like it might not be till the end of next season where she, she actually even gets across. across the, yeah. She's going to like, you know, meander around the city yeah, for another half. I am ready slaves. for her to get on the boats then. And yeah. Yeah. sex up you, you some more. End it that way. Just yeah. give me something to look forward to. Like, yeah, like oh, even yeah, she on the boats for the down. next two years. I just think like put her on the boats. Yeah. Right. We have to wait a year before it comes back anyway. Right. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they have to give us something to look forward right. to. They can't just keep up with this relentless downerness, you know? Like, right. Well, like I, my I man want... said, you know, if you think this show is going to have a happy ending, then you haven't been watching. Well, you know, we did have that romantic kiss between John and Egret a few weeks back, and that was, like, literally the only, like, romantic happy moment. And, yeah. and then you have John <laughs> right. leaving. And then John left her. Yeah. Yeah, like an episode left, of Maury. Well, left I, her. Right. I'm predicting he's going to come back Told you for I wasn't her a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I predict next episode he's going to come back for her in some Oh, yeah, fashion. definitely. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do predict I that. that. Yeah. You but think whether or not she's going to go back. Yeah. Well, then he can pissed. say, you know nothing, Egret. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet. All right, well, I think that's good enough. Let's take a quick break, right. and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Hey, this is uh, Neil Drumming, writer-director of Big Words. When I am not uh, making black Captain Shepherds in Mass Effect, I am listening to Fan Bros. And let's move right along to our Doctor Who segment with Jamie. Yay! Um, so, <laughs> I just get so excited about talking about Doctor Who, you know? Um, so, uh, we actually had gigantic, but not terribly surprising news this week that um, my future boyfriend, Matt Smith, is leaving Doctor Who. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, bummed. But uh, uh, it actually broke a little bit early, and so they kind of had to scramble and do a little, you know, cleaning up and stuff. But, um, so, yeah, so Matt Smith is out, and he's doing the 50th anniversary special and the Christmas special, and then we get a brand new Doctor, uh, which should be interesting. So, And John Hurt, they said, will be coming um, throughout the season and popping in for a few episodes, which should be cool. So he's clearly not the new Doctor. Okay. Um, so... Uh, they have bookies in London now who are placing bets on who the next Doctor Who is going to be. 
Um, and so uh, there's there's some funny people on there like David Beckham and Simon Cowell. Um, yeah. Obviously no, not going to be them. I mean, it's like two, 250 to one odds on them. So I heard Helen Mirren was Helen Mirren has here. always been thrown around like more right. recently. Um, also Tilda Swinton. Right. Okay. Who yeah. I think would be fantastic. Yeah, I love Tilda. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Tilda love Swinton her. would be really Um, cool. cause she's very like, uh, androgynous. Yep. yep. And I think if you're going to go the woman route, you might want to go there. Um, David Harewood, who is on Homeland. Who I'm sure if you guys saw him, you would know who I'm talking about. Oh, is he like the boss? Is he the red hair guy? Oh, no. I thought he was the black guy. He's no? the black yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he, I think he would be. Yeah, he would I, be yeah. really good. Um, and also Rupert Grint, who is uh, Ron, Ron Weasley. Weasley. Yeah. They want, there's a big joke wow. about a ginger doctor. And so because there ha- never has been a gender. There, well, and, and also like, I think it was Matt Smith when he regenerated, like made a joke about like, okay, I'm not ginger, you know, Matt, how do you so, feel about yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to know what, what have they had previously? Like, is it like the green lantern where like, there's just every, like, every race, like, no, it, it's yeah, been just white dudes. It's white. Dudes, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're really going to like it's, flip it this time. It's gotta think? be British, well, but it's, it's gotta not be a white dude. Like it's right. gotta mm. be, you know what I mean? But it's, but it's gotta be someone who's old, British. They've gone young. Like the guy from Homeland is British. Yeah. He, you know, like Idris Elba is British. You know, so it, they could definitely yeah. You know, can go can in a he can he of, be it? He could be it. See, my thing with that is I love him, but I want him to be the new James Bond. See, the, they got to do uh, that soon. I agree, yeah. but they got to do it soon because Idris Elba is gonna be is, is almost forty one. Yeah, and there's like three years in between every James Bond movie, mm-hmm. and you got to figure if he's gonna do four or five movies. He's, he's got to start, five, though. but, but yeah. he's got to be doing it soon. Yeah, but and he, so, I would say he looks really good Whereas he could do two or three seasons. Well, yeah, he looks great for his age, but he could do two or three well, seasons oh, of Doctor enough, Sue and, uh, Doctor Who <laughs> in, in, in two or three years. And then that's my only argument. I would prefer to see Idris Elba as James Bond, well, yeah. but that's my sort of one argument. Like, unless they do it soon, yeah, he's enough. only going to be able yeah. to do two or three movies, and I'd like to see him get yeah. at least, yeah. you know, that. That's but that's that is what it is, whatever, you know, I mean... They're not going to make a decision based yeah. on that. But, you know, like this has been a really big, um, you know, it's been all over the Internet all week. And, um, you know, just just people talking about who's who's going to be the next Doctor Who. And more importantly, like, is it going to be a woman or is it going to be just not a white man? Right. Well, um, I, I think it's definitely not going to be a white man. It's going to well, be a look, woman or a person so. of color, man or right. woman. And that extends out. My pick is sort of a out of left wing, but if ever, anyone here saw Luther, the mm. woman who played his wife, oh, Indira Varma, really is a British Indian woman who was also on the show Rome, and I believe she was mm. on the pilot of that Doctor Who spinoff, mm-hmm. um, Torchwood. Torchwood. She yeah. was on the pilot. She died in the pilot of Torchwood. Yeah. She seems to die in a lot of the things she does. <laughs> but that's my pick is actually just to be out of left wing. I like that Indira Varma. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's it. That's that's my only. Although I like the Tilda Swinton. One. Yeah, I think me and Tatiana are stuck on this one too. I, my only pick would yeah. be probably Idris Elba. Yeah. And like you say, I'd rather see him as James Bond yeah. than yeah. see him as yeah, Doctor I Who. But, but I think it's a fair argument that if he would have to wait, hey, you do yeah, a couple do seasons of Doctor Who, right? But I love Luther. I don't want him to lose yeah, that. Yeah, and, so. and I also don't see him doing much more TV, yeah. especially like after Pacific right. Rim and things right. of that nature. That, that's I true. see him that's true really too. trying to move into yeah. big roles and the big money. Yeah. As you should, Idris. Well, my whole thing is um, I've seen a lot of apprehension to having a a female doctor. Mm. Um, And I I will have to say that, um, you know, just 
from being a girl who loves Doctor Who, I, I know that I've even taken the, the kind of mindset of, oh, I wish that the doctor would come find me and I could be a companion. <laughs> but I'm really serious. Yo, I wait for hey, that hey, blue hey. box every night. Hey, I know? dream of Jean Grey. No, but, but, but my thing is, how many little girls out there also feel that way? I want to be a companion. Why be a companion? Right, be the doctor. doctor. Mm, you know? Okay. So that's really important. You need to get get girls wanting to be the doctor. And there's even, I heard, like, on the show, like, there's a scene where Matt Smith regenerates and like the first thing he does yeah, is sort of yeah. check like his yeah. Adam's apple or and the, his and he makes sure that yeah, because he, yeah, really he has long hair, uh, so he yeah. thinks he's a girl, touches his Adam's right. apple, and he realizes right. he's wow. not. So just like little, you know. Yeah. So they're basically hinting that it could yeah. maybe be. I, I've yeah. heard from a lot of like the the show people, like uh, you know what? As long as Stephen Moffat is on the show, like the showrunner, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm. Which I'm really disappointed in. But you know what? Maybe you'll get a person of color, which would be a really nice change. It's going to be there'll be a backlash if they just go with another like white male character. I there, think there's a lot of people who don't want them to mess with the formula. I was going to say, do you yeah. think it's going to be that much of a backlash? I mean, there's backlash with people saying that Bond shouldn't be any more than a, a white British dude. There's people who have backlash for. I mean that short-lived um, Sherlock Holmes film, uh, TV show where, oh, where Lucy Holmes Lou? with Lucy Liu was right. Holmes. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is so which I, I like that that twist. Like I like the twist, yeah. Yeah. but you know that it, yeah. it really bothers some people. So, do you really think that they would even be the open thing, to that? I mean, the thing about Doctor Who is it, it's a 50-year running show. Mm-hmm. It's it's a staple of British culture. But to pretend that England is still exactly. culturally a wasp country right. is mm. it's a joke. You, right. c- you can't live in that mindset anymore. Absolutely. So, so the minority uh, aspect of British identity is a very real thing, and it should be you know part of that. And that's I why, think. as long as it's a British person, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. got to be a British person. But it should be. I don't know. I just think they should go in a general yep. different direction. I'm a hundred percent. So we'll find out. You know, um, the new season would start in the new year, and we'll find out who the new. I'm sure we'll find out before that. Who the new doctor is. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully it's not yet another white male. <laughs> and we can, you know, change it up a little bit. But we should go play spats. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to politically incorrect. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put some money on Hilda. I don't think yeah, Indira Varma is probably not on there. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see her. But if, you, if you're listening, uh, Stephen Moffat or uh, whatever his name is, yeah. yeah, Indira Varma. Yep. That's the way to go. All right. Well, moving on, uh, we have our next segment once again this week with Comics I Copped. And um, if you've been following this segment, you know I've been reading The Age of Ultron. And the latest issue, issue number nine, came out this week. And uh, there's only one more issue left of this. And I'm back to kind of hating this series, I have to say. <laughs> it um, run down in the latest issue. Let's see where we're at. We're in the future. that the, This is now the second future. That's been changed. Wolverine is in the second future with uh, Iron Man fighting off an army of Doom bots and Morgan Le Fay and a bunch of other stuff that just doesn't matter. That's like my biggest problem once again with the series is it just seems that they're going to reset everything. Mm-hmm. And like there's like a two page fight of Wolverine against one of these Doom bots and it's supposed to be like this epic battle, but it has no feeling because you, you don't know who the Doom bot is really other than knowing Doom bots from regular you know, timelines or whatnot. And a regular Doombot wouldn't be that much of a fight for Wolverine. So it's like... Two pages? Two pages, yeah. Mm. And then I think he gets served... Yeah, at the end of it, he loses his lead, falls asleep for a few days, wakes up. Uh, the battle's still done. He sees Iron Man on the ground. Iron Man tells him you can't change the past, blah, blah, blah. Wolverine somehow finds another time machine, goes back in time to stop himself <laughs> from killing Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Oh, yeah. In the past, <laughs> yeah. 
It's so, so it's getting swallowed this, up by its own like wormholes. Sounds like a Doctor Who episode, or like yeah. or like a term or bad Terminator movie. Yeah. So now there's two Wolverines in the past. Oh God! They decide not to kill Hank Pym this time. But wait, so did he talk to himself? In he the talks past? to himself. Yeah. So there, you, there's yeah. no yeah. Wolverines. Harry Potter taught me you're leg? not supposed to do that. Huh? Does one of the Wolverines only have one no, leg? No, he, he grew back. His leg grew back. Yeah. It sounds like the Injustice storyline. Why aren't you supposed to talk to yourself in Harry Potter? Remember with the time turner thing? I, I don't remember oh, anything. Okay, sorry. Because yeah. you'll mess there's, something up in your there's, life. Isn't there? There's yourself. dragons in that or no? Yes. Yeah, there's dragons in that. That's exactly. <laughs> the idea and, is, and there's fucking see, silly names. That's another there are thing silly that names. I'm, yes. I'm not. Like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Worse. No. <laughs> All right. But yeah, they're, they're usually in time travel stories, there's like temporal explosions or stuff. If you talk to yourself and all kind of different things, mm. but. Somehow Wolverine just has a long conversation with himself. They decide not to kill Hank Pym because mm. he's like, yo, if you kill Hank Pym, I just came back from that future and it sucks even worse than the future you came back from. So both Wolverines and Invisible uh, Woman who is, you know, there all the time go back to the regular future. The Wolverine who has gone to the second future Kills the first Wolverine. Yep. Uh, that was my, that was my, my next question. What? Why wouldn't he disappear? How does, like, what happens when they both go to the same time period? Do, does one disappear? You said well, one yeah. killed the other. Well, they don't. They, uh, they don't go back to the same time period. One of them, the one who's seen too much at this point, because uh-huh. he's seen this second horrible future. Yeah. As if Wolverine hasn't lived through like 200, 300 years of horrible. <laughs> right. Living. Right. But now he's seen this one new horrible future, and it's just too much. I don't want to live anymore. So, or actually, I think there's more like one of us has to die. Is what they're deciding. And the ones like, oh, I've seen too much. Kill I, me. I think they were confused. They were like, we got to kill one to fix this. <laughs> Whatever. It's ridiculous because if they change the past again, then he wouldn't exist, right? I mean, like. See, this is getting like Terminator yeah, level. I, yeah, it's, it's really worse than Terminator level at this point. And my head started hurting. And anyway, Wolverine and Invisible Woman go back to the future. Hank Pym's still alive. At the end of the issue, he Ultron awakes. The original first mm-hmm. Ultron awakes. And actually what they told Hank to do was like. Build Ultron, but then, like, put a failsafe into it. But make it where you don't know about this failsafe so that when you f- fight Ultron all those times, you never beat him until you need the failsafe, mm. and then you use it. Mm. And both Invisible Woman and Wolverine are like, yo, will this even work? But uh, whatever, we're just going to go back to the future and hope it does. End of the issue, Ultron comes to life. Nobody knows if it worked. Yeah, uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, um, yeah, you had, what, good ho- you had high hopes for this. I had high hopes. Like you know, it started off terrible. Halfway through, it got pretty good. Back at the end of it again, I have to say, there's one more issue. There's supposed to be this big super secret reveal at the end. I could care less. <laughs> I'm gonna read it just to finish this out for you fans out there because everybody seems to know. How you keeping track of all this enough? stuff? Yeah, like, I, like a handful of multicolored post-it notes or something. Like I really don't know anymore how I'm keeping track because. Yeah, I, my you know, like I said, my head just hurts. <laughs> I don't really understand. I don't. It just doesn't seem to matter. That's how I keep track of it. I just don't. Like it yeah, I'm just like, okay. Boop, yeah. boop, 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 Let me just get to this super secret ending and see what happens. That's all I so really. He did want. hit us up. He hit up fan bros on Twitter, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. He, he he was like, oh, well, you. He was bragging about what you're talking about now. Yeah, right? he was bragging he was like, about. Wait till you read nine. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that means he's listening or yeah. will be listening. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brian Michael Bendis, I'm gonna hit you again on Twitter and we'll see, you know, what you have to say about this. But um, also this week, Jamie recommended to me the first four issues of the new Justice League of America, written by 
Geoff Jones. I never Jeff. know. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff yeah. It's a Jeff. Yeah. I always want to say Geoff. And he writes half the things that DC puts <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, and I used to think that Jeff Jones was a great writer. He wrote uh, Green Lantern and Reborn, which was really good, and Flash Reborn, which wasn't as good. But I really liked the Green Lantern series for most of the time he was writing it. Uh, this new Justice League of America. Um, is this where, they, where you're saying they might kill Cat, uh, they Catwoman? Did. They, they did, did kill, kill Catwoman. They, yeah. cat, they shot Catwoman in yeah. issue four. Right. So I uh, actually just reread the whole Flash rebirth thing, which yeah. is, you know, yeah. it's all right. It's sorry. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back, I'm sorry. Can you rewind for a minute? You, you said they shot Catwoman? Yeah, so in she the died head. from a shot. Oh, in, I don't, in the head. Never mind. Yeah. So she got headshotted. Because technically um, she could kind of get shot and kind of well, survive. Technically she got right? nine lives. Right. right. I'm yeah. saying right. she could have survived, but you said in the head, that's different. She's used up those lives. She got headshotted. Um. It, but in the very first issue, so it's uh, what's his name, uh, Steve, Steve, um, Steve Trask. Yeah, Stever. no, no, Trevor, Wonder, Steve Trevor, Steve, Steve Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. So he uh, gets recruited to put together a Justice League, League of America that can counter the Justice League in case they ever go rogue. The Justice League, that's you know. Superman, yeah. Wonder Woman, Batman, the, the original bitch, Martian Manhunter. No, this this Martian Manhunter joins them. Yeah, this yeah. Is, so there's more like so a they, covert Justice League. And, and and they get Catwoman, obviously, as a counter to Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they keep her uh, hidden so that she can, because she's obviously like a known villain. as a criminal. Yep. So they can kind of use that. And there's apparently some secret villain society that they're trying to infiltrate that uh, Green Arrow tells them about and all this stuff. So whatever. So um, she tries to get in with them and they know who she is. And so at the very end, uh, she, yeah, gets shot in the head. But um, what I didn't like was that right before she gets killed, she tells them, like, oh, well, Batman's going to come looking okay, for yeah. you. Like, I can't. Yeah. Uh, but but then what I was thinking is that in the first issue, there's, like, a, a quick conversation that somebody's impersonating Selena Kyle. Yep. And I'm wondering if that fake Selena is who just got I shot. I mean, it's one of those things where it just seems like it's like it's almost as bad as Age of Ultron, where yeah. there's, like, there's no way right. that yeah. Catwoman is dead. Unless, unless uh, see, I would much prefer it to be the fake Selena Kyle, and then they just right. reveal that next issue. Then this farce of waiting six no, months. No, that's not going to happen. Know? The issue I took with... Um, with killing Catwoman in this issue is that DC just released um, like this week that September is going to be Villains Month mm-hmm. and Jeff Johns is actually writing a whole thing called Forever Evil where it's going to focus on all the supervillains and Catwoman is front and center. Oh. So it's just, I mean, you kind of killed the whole, oh my God, because I flipped out when I saw that. Really? I love I love Catwoman. Yeah, but it was just such a like, I mean. You was, know they're not going to kill Catwoman, yeah. you know? You know, the problem is that they do stuff like, I mean, when you read, you know, Final Crisis and Batman is is charred to a crisp and you're yep. like, shit. And then all of a sudden you find out, no, no, wait, he just got sent to the past. And then, yep. and then they just reboot the whole DC universe yeah. anyway. So it's just like, to me, it was like, oh, shit, I can't believe they did this. I think I got more mad because it was like very women in refrigerators. Like, oh, let's just headshot Catwoman oh, for, for um, the, the very, like, you know. Was it even ceremonious? T- like, did they even give her like, no. a proper? It was just like, pow. Like, yeah, headshot no. in a chair. And they're like, like you know, Call of Duty us- style? It was like, like tell us why why you and your friends are here because the Justice League were in the building. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, you know. Pulls out the gun, tell me now. And she's like, whatever, if you do this, Batman's going to come for you. Pop headshot. My big brother coming for you. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Or yeah. my boyfriend's going to come beat yeah. you up. Like, give me a break. Also, oh, uh, for the fan bros who don't know, Women in Refrigerators is a reference to uh, Green Lantern. Um, yeah, his girlfriend. The Kyle Rayner. The Kyle Rayner, uh, Green Lantern, his girlfriend at the mm-hmm. time, was killed by Major Force. 
and stuffed into a refrigerator. And that became a whole thing where a writer, um, Gail Simone, Gail Simone put out a whole website, I think, yeah. uh, womeninrefrigerators.com probably. And she listed all the female characters who have been abused and misused throughout the years. Well, I think it's also abused and misused for just so that their the story will, will, will affect like the male. Yeah, thing. like yeah. when Stacy dies, just so to so that we can see how it affects Spider Man and Peter the, Parker. Yeah. Like it's that idea. Yeah, like, but Gwen Stacy, I think, is at least it has. You know, that was more like you know his girlfriend being killed it was like a tragic moment when Duke came home and his. Right, his girl was stuffed in the refrigerator. It's disgusting. Yeah. And they made they actually made them redraw it. Actually, in the original, like it's the splash page. In yeah. the original, like the the refrigerator is fully open, and you see her all mangled. <laughs> oh, and yeah, no, that's it's and on they the actually, website. They I've never seen that one. Yeah, like, redrew it so that the refrigerator is like four fifths shut. Yeah, like, not even three quarters shut. So you just see like yeah. like a leg not where it's supposed to be, that's and like cray. a head not where it's supposed to be. Anyway, but but yeah. to me, this whole, even if it's a fake Selena Kyle, the idea is like, obviously now Batman's somehow going to get involved. And, and so to me, it's a little like that, you know, you're, you're yeah, just, it and was, it was, it was just shock value. Yeah, it was weak. Like I said, Jeff Johns, I used to really like him as a writer, but like lately I've, I, when I see his name on stuff, I just don't even consider picking it up anymore. Mm. And that's like half of DC's yeah, output. Half I of mean, DC. his name is on everything. And I don't yeah. pick up half of DC's yeah. output. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, Chico, let's move on to your Netflix pick of the week. Netflix pick of the week for uh, my Netflix pick of the week this week is going to be uh, Quest for Fire for all you Hellboy fans. That's uh, Ron Perlman's first uh, cinematic uh, experience. And it is how old is this? That's Ron a Perlman ain't yeah, young. Yeah, like nineteen eighty one or eighty two. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It is literally one of my three favorite movies of all time. Uh, and it takes oh, stop. What are the other two? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really hard Magic to Mike. see. No, definitely not. Magic <laughs> Mike is not even in the top thousand. I mean, that's going to be very difficult to go through, you know. But I let's just say Quest for Fire is my in my top ten. With this ape-looking Ron Perlman, yes. <laughs> so it's it's actually about Prius, like cavemen oh. and. Anthony Burgess, who wrote the book Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. created the whole caveman language, and there is no, there are no subtitles. So you pick up like the language, and there's a lot of like, you know, like people banging on their own chest mm-hmm. instead of saying me. Uh, Ray Don Chong is also in it, and it was during this period in cinema where Ray Don Chong looked like she was going to become like a star, and then of course she did Soul Man and, and sort Commando. of went all day. Yeah, and she was in Commando exactly. Um, but it's an extraordinary, incredible movie, and it's real. Like, not real, but it's, it's, it's at a time when shit was real. And <laughs> I actually believe that, like, the earth has gone downhill since humanity achieved, like, agriculture. And that our rightful place is beneath cats and dogs on the, like, evolutionary ladder. What, and this movie what, takes what, place uh, at a time. Have Wait. you been talking to Catwoman? You no, got, this, you got this, to slow up. You got to slow up when you made statements like this, right. Chico. You just can't, you just can't say that... Humans belong below cats you, and you dogs. Are, you, you realize we've escaped the food chain, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> and that's why everything is wrong. That, come down, that we are out of the food that chain. That leads to global warming and too many people on the planet. Like at this time, there's cat- a difference between that and saying that we're below cats and no, dogs. No, just on the on the on the food on chain. the evolutionary in, scale. In, in, he evolutionary I, food, I know. I meant food chain. <laughs> right. In this movie, like they run from dog from wolves and they run from saber toothed tigers in a way. Like they just can't handle them. Uh, just and I think the Earth was a better place when we when we as humans you were do in know that role. There would be no fan bros. 
there would be no Fambros, but there also would no be no a lot of other stuff either. There would be no, you know, almost everything bad that's that's happens on the planet. Like there would be no global warming, mm-hmm. and there would be no, you know, child slavery. Well, I don't know about yeah, that. There'd be no what, MacBooks, you know. man. What? <laughs> no MacBooks. There would be no MacBooks, and there wouldn't be millions of people be no, achieving be no misery Android making phones. those. Exactly, and and those things are not just good. Like. There is some good that comes would, from those. Would you rather there was just never humans? Is this what you're saying? No, I I, I think humans have a role, but it's gonna we've, go on a poison we've, ivy we've, tirade. We've grow- I do agree with some of those super villains in in those in those things. Like I don't mean to sound like a James Bond villain, but <laughs> yeah, since we basically you know settled down and did started doing agriculture. Um, I think it's gone downhill, and I would argue that the book of Genesis and the whole Garden of Eden story backs up what I'm saying, and that's really what the Garden of Eden story is about, that once, like, man started, you know, settling down and, you know, taking care of the of, of nature and controlling nature is when things start going downhill for for the earth anyway. So this movie. Yeah. So this movie is about <laughs> how does so, this movie So there's there's a tri- there's a tribe. It's there's a tribe of 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 cavemen and women and another tribe comes and takes their fire and they're not at a point <laughs> Wait, we're not talking about man with Gonzo though, right? They're, no, no, no. <laughs> They're not at a point where they can make their own fire, so they have oh. to wait for like lightning to hit a tree. <laughs> they're, not, they're not good at that. And they have you to do Prometheus. Yeah, they style. have to okay. keep the fire burning. <laughs> and so when the other tribe comes, <laughs> sounds like they're related to Bob Marley. The other, the other tribe comes, throws them out of their cave, and 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 they actually like basically three dudes have to go and find fire and bring it back to them. And um, is that the premise of the movie? That's like, the that's the premise the of the movie. The okay. first ten minutes is them getting thrown out of their cave, and most yeah. of the movie is the three dudes, and they interact with other tribes. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him in this movie. This looks like the stupidest. Nah, it's really, 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 really good. That's the thing. You, I mean, you gotta have an open mind. Like, I feel like a lot. Like, I've gotten a lot of good responses from my other uh, See, recommendations. I'm very intrigued by this because I have a degree in evolutionary biology. Right. So I I feel like I need to watch this to make sure it's like accurate. Some of the science has, some of the science has actually like there have been discoveries. Yeah, of course. Like there are three different levels of humanity living near each other at the same time. Like Ray Don Chong's tribe knows how to make fire, and they have actually like they ceramics and they make huts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And the tribe that takes over from them are like essentially apes, like like ape men, and their tribe is like the main people are like right in the middle, Mm -hmm. and like they have sex doggy style and like Ray Don Chong's like they have sex like missionary style Mm -hmm. and you know stuff like that but it's definitely like these people are living like you know day to day moment to moment like just getting food Mm -hmm. and surviving like if you can survive the day like that's a huge Mm -hmm. huge success Jane can you find out this is like legit style yeah I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch it's but it's definitely I mean it's it's a very legitimate movie and um, I mean it was a pretty big deal when it came out I remember it uh, but one thing I gotta ask I mean Radon Chong is obviously you know of mixed race of some sort but Ron Perlman is like definitely you know, of the whitest of the white. Yeah, no. So, um, as the first people on the planet, I mean, he's he's Jewish. Oh, it's like a, like a sub, sub. That's true. Genre That's true. Yeah, but also white. not to get all like nerdy sciencey, but yeah. you have you. I mean, at that what? So there's Neanderthals, right? And then yeah. there's Cro-Magnon, which is like 
humans. Yeah. And obviously we don't really still definitely know if humans are Neanderthals and all yeah. that stuff, whatever. But um, we were out of Africa. At the, like At that point? Well beyond that. So Although have, they, a lot of it is shot in Africa. But, right, okay. but you, I you mean, you, you certainly have people in like the whole um, like Middle East area. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's yes. an ice age, so sure, the top is covered, but then you, you're going further up. So, I mean, there's France, the, the caves. So they could, they could easily So they could be, be yeah. white for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So Ron Perlman yeah. is yeah. well he, yeah. And it's a European a movie. Um, he's quite apish looking yeah so. he is i mean he looks and then actually what's so amazing is the lead dude is actually a guy who was in twin peaks if anyone's seen mm. twin peaks and that actor is six foot five oh, and the whole time about. i've seen the movie i'm thinking the lead dude is like five nine because he's running into dudes who are like a foot taller than him yeah so it's kind of when you watch it just actually remember that all these dudes are actually like Six five, six mm. six, six seven. You know what I mean? Which mm. is maybe not scientifically yeah, accurate. But there's actually like this issue of like, so when they run, they run into like a tribe of cannibals that the dudes are just much bigger than them, and those dudes are like seven foot. They had to find like uh, some yeah. French strong man. You also wouldn't see cannibalism like like that it well, would be survivalistic well it is i mean oh, okay, in this sense okay. it is but ray don chong has like blue makeup on like blue clay all over her she's a navi uh, <laughs> she's, she's an early navi yeah <laughs> no she's she's the, just that's what the people in her tribe do yeah but it's a really good movie like everyone everyone's a little skeptical in the room right now No, i'm i'm definitely well, interested but I, quest I'm for fire by jean jacques i I think you should you should leave us with one one reason that everyone should go check out Clay from Sons of Anarchy looking like Teen Wolf in this movie. God, I, f- <laughs> I even forgot that he was Clay in oh, Sons of Anarchy. On. No, I still think of him as, I, as Hellboy. You know, I mean, sure. Um, what, what do you what, like what, what Teen Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it? I mean, I think that's enough, Matt. Like, yeah, you just I already, I already you saw it. It's you, over. you should. They, that is the reason you should go see a movie. And Ron Perlman is like the second of the three dudes. Like, he's not the lead dude, but okay. he's like the second in command dude of the three. Um, no, you should see it because you there has there are very few great caveman movies, mm-hmm. and this is the great caveman movie. And um, what about the one with Ringo Starr called Caveman? Right. That is not a great caveman. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. And neither. I mean, I I watched it and I what, got what about Encino 10, Man? No, BC no, did no. Not. Oh God, you said Encino <laughs> Man? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. At no. Columbia, for, we would have while, bad movie night, and yeah. that was time it. Tra- traveling Neanderthal. Oh man. Yeah, no. This wow. is this is way better than all those, and it's serious, and it's got the music is really good. I'm sure the cinematography was Oscar nominated. And it's just it's it's when shit was real. It's when you didn't worry about all oh, my internet is out. Like you're worried because wolves are chasing you, and if you can't get in a tree, you're gonna get eaten. All right. Well, you so know. I'm into that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not into that. But, yeah. you know, I, I like to. I just I question the what people think of as progress. That's that's real, and this is this is pre-progress of any Chico, sort. I, I see you really trying to put your political right. you know ideals into these Netflix pick of the week. I think I think some people just might want to see a good movie. For the tree but they, people, but they do. <laughs> but, they, but, but these, are, I mean, Quest for Fire is a good movie, if right. even without all that. I'm I'm gonna check it and and give it you know yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. once over you know. And and if you like Old Boy, you can like Quest for Fire. And if you like Continuum, <laughs> you can like Quest for Fire. Because I like all those things. All right. And if you like, you know, it's a little bit of a blue collar. I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch to go from blue collar to Quest for Fire. I but... feel like I'm in a liberal arts college. Right. <laughs> well, you know, like, what is going on? Yeah, I thought there was a show about comic books and stuff. And cavemen. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. 
Hey everyone, this is Kid Fury, host of The Read on Loudspeakers. And I just want to let you all know that when I'm not worshipping Beyonce and drinking Hennessy, I'm listening to Fan Bros because it's amazing. So get you a piece and enjoy your life. Thank you once again for everybody for tuning in to another episode of Fan Bros. This has been your boy DJ Ben Amin. We had in the studio with us, of course, my compadre Chico Leo, Jamie Rigetti, Tatiana King, Matt Raz, and our special guest, Kid Fury. Uh, please rate, listen, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a comment there and all that good stuff. You can hit us on Twitter at Fanbros Show. Check out fanbros.com, which is coming very soon. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fanbros. Fan